Chapter 4 A Daring Getaway Frank and Joe gunned their motors and took off down the narrow street after the bank robbers. Tires screeched as pursuers and pursued careened through the fog-filled streets toward the Bayport Waterfront District. Through the haze, the boys could see the red taillights of the bank robber's car. They're headed for the docks, Joe shouted as he recognized the long, dark shape of the warehouses on both sides of the murky street. The fleeing car shot out onto a wide pier, lighted at intervals by yellow fog lamps. Ahead, a four-foot wire fence barred motorists from the pier's end. Brakes squealed sharply. In an amber glow, the hardy saw the four doors of the thieves' car pop open at once. Five dark-coated figures piled out and jumped the fence. The hardy's motorcycle screeched to a halt behind an empty getaway car. Stop! shouted Frank, leaping off of his bike. Help! Police! A clatter of footsteps sounded far out on the jetty. Frank and Joe vaulted the fence and sprinted in pursuit. The sound of heavy breathing told them they were nearing their quarry. But as the boys reached the end of the long pier, a powerful boat engine suddenly roared to life. There was a churning of water, a whiff of gasoline smoke, and the sound of men jumping into the boat. Then the craft gained headway in the darkness of the bay. We can still stop them, Frank explained. The Coast Guard station is on the next pier. Come on, Joe. The boys dashed, cleared the barrier, and ran past the motorcycles. Suddenly, they heard the shouts and footfalls approaching along the pier. Oomph! With stunning impact, Joe collided headward onto a running man. Look out, Frank shouted as strong arms grabbed him. Halt, a voice ordered. We've got you. A whistle pierced the air. For a moment, all was confused. Now what's going on here? Demanded the authoritative voice. Let us go! Bank robbery! We need the Coast Guard! Frank said, grasping. We are the Coast Guard, replied the voice, and a flashlight shone through the fog. Why, that's the Hardy Boys! Release them, men! said Lieutenant Parker. We heard somebody shouting for police, he added. What's this all about bank robbers? After Frank had explained to the officer, he said, I'll dispatch a cutter after the bandits right away. Lieutenant Parker and his men raced off. Moments later, a police car sped through onto the pier, its sirens wailing and a red top light blinking. It stopped and three uniformed men leaped out. There's the car, cried one of the men. Even in a heavy fog, Frank and Joe recognized him as the bank guard who had fired the shots after the fleeting robbers. The crooks got into a car, and then the motorcycle raced off with them. Suddenly, he spotted Frank and Joe. Those are the bodyguards who rode the motorcycles. Grab them! A grim-faced policeman, gun in hand, ordered Frank and Joe to come forward. Apparently, he and the officer with him were new members of the Bayport's police department, for the boys had never seen them before. All right. What do you two have to say about this? The patrolman demanded. Again, Frank told what happened. The policeman turned to the guard. Is that the way it was? Yes, no, the man stammered, highly excited. The robbers had on hats and pea jackets and wore horrible looking masks. Look at this, called the second policeman who had been examining the car and the motorcycles. He came over holding up a gorilla face in one hand and a magician mask in another. 
These were the carriers of the cycles. I guess we've got two members of the gang. Now, wait a minute, Joe began, but the wail of the siren cut him short. Two more police cars arrived, and heavily armed men poured from both cruisers. The first officer to reach the group was Chief Colling. We got a radio call, he told the policeman briefly. Any sign of the bank robbers? Two of them right here, a man replied. He jerked a thumb at the Hardy Boys. Joe stepped forward quickly into the beam of yellow fog light. Hello, Chief. Rank? Joe? Colin cried out, astonished. How did you get here? He faced the startled rookies and said, These boys are all right. But, one of the men protested, According to the bank guard, the thieves wore masks, and we found these in one of the cycles. He handed Chief Colling a false face. You'll find four gallons of ice cream, too, Chief, Frank put in. We're on our way to Callie Shaw's masquerade party. The chief laughed heartedly, but quickly became serious again. Any suspicion of these boys is nonsense. But what about the bank robbers? Quickly, Frank told him all that had happened. I guess it was too foggy to see their getaway boat, the chief said gloomily. That's right, Joe said. But from the sound of it, I'd say it was an open speedboat with a powerful inboard motor. There was the ringing of the bells and the deep rumble of the engines from the next pier. The Coast Guard is taking out the cutter, Frank said. But even their powerful searchlights won't pierce through this pea soup. Their best bet is to scissor across the bay and perhaps close in on the robbers, Joe added. And for that, a little boat is as good as a big one, Frank said excitedly. Joe, do you think the sleuth is good enough shape to take out? It's worth a try, his brother assessed. Chief Colling nodded approvingly. The more boats we send out, the better our chances, he said. I'll dispatch a police cruiser, too. Frank and Joe swung onto their motorcycles and roared off the pier and along the shore road toward the boathouse as fast as they dared in the heavy fog. Guessing they were near the private docks, the boys pulled off the road and parked. Each took a flashlight from the carrier of his motorcycle. After a short walk, they found their boathouse. Joe reached a small door and took out his key. He gave a cry. The lock's broken! What? Frank exclaimed. He swung the door open and beamed his flashlight inside the building. The sleuth was gone. <laughs>